everyone, how's the past week been for you? I hope this Pisces season has been treating you well. If life's not feeling great, then I hope this week is going to be a hell lot better for you. So welcome back to Fika with G. I'm G, obviously, and today is the day I'm releasing my very first episode. Before we begin, I want to first say thank you to everyone who is listening to this right now. It really means a lot that you decided to spend your time with me when you could be doing something else. So I really appreciate it. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about my recent trip to Malaysia, which took place about two and a half weeks ago. I went with my parents. It was just three of us. So it was kind of cute being the adult baby. Honestly, I was not planning to join my parents for this trip as they wanted to go on a sort of pilgrimage. And I preferred having the house to myself for those two, three days. But the idea of spending my first single Valentine's Day all alone at home with no plans felt a bit sad. So I decided to self-invite myself to this trip at the last minute. I think the timing of the trip was quite important because my headspace during that time was not in a really good place. I was having some dips in self-esteem and I was questioning myself about some choices I made And I think it got to a point where escaping from it all felt very tempting. So that's what really made me want to leave Singapore. And furthermore, because my parents planned to go on this pilgrimage, right? I thought I could use this chance to maybe tap into my spiritual side. Maybe pray and hope my circumstances will improve, if you will. I remember the feeling I felt the moment we entered the Malaysian border that Tuesday morning. It felt like a huge relief, man. Like a breath of fresh air. I think many of you might be able to relate to this. Somehow leaving Singapore feels like leaving a bad job, right? (laughs) And I guess being in a foreign land, especially when you're going through shit, feels like a new opportunity to start over, even if the land is literally 10 minutes away across the sea. Okay, yeah, 10 minutes. I live in Woodlands, the best place ever. And I guess to get... To explain my point earlier, being overseas where nobody knows who you are and you're just a random face in a sea of people with no memories attached to whatever's in front of you feels freeing. It's kind of like an escape because everything is put on pause and you can finally be in the present, navigating a not-so-familiar territory. Maybe that's why travel is so addictive for me because of this thrill of being in a new place and figuring things out as you go along, aka, sorry to say, a sexy distraction. Anyway, after clearing the customs, we took about 4 hours to reach KL and I was feeling really excited because it had been about a decade since I visited this city and I have a lot of memories from this place, like a lot. But I can't remember most of them, it's honestly a bit blurry, but I do remember during secondary school and JC days, we would travel up north during CNY and of course I remember my near-death experience when I was a child. Yeah, this one was really stupid because I blindly followed my then helper as she was jaywalking the road. So yeah, I learned a lesson about the dangers of jaywalking that day. (laughs) Anyway, um, being in KL brought back a lot of my childlike qualities that I had not seen in a while. Like, I was very eager and excited about everything around me. And of course, being in KL meant visiting KLCC. And after a decade, I'm happy to say that I finally managed to get an updated picture of myself between the towers. I even paid someone money to help me take pictures while Kila was quite cheap for three professional looking pictures. So the next morning, we had to drive up further north towards the temple, which was a couple hours away. Basically the main reason we are here, right? So this temple is known to be very spiritual and powerful. 
and the temple is known for this for having this really holy tree where people can write wishes and tie them up i decided this time i was going to do that because like why not right i do have some wishes and obviously i really like them to come true at some point on the way to the temple i must have fallen asleep in the car and the next moment i knew we were in a junction connecting the expressways to the kampongs in the area i remember i was starting to feel quite excited because i really wanted my wishes to be hung there However, once we reached the site, we were shocked to find that the temple was going through renovations and construction works. So at that point, honestly, right, I was a bit disappointed and I think a bit amused. I, was, I remember laughing a little also because like, we seriously came up all the way there just to be turned away. Like, that's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, it was quite defeating because like, we really emotionally anticipated visiting the place. So we stopped the car to have a quick look around and we saw that there was nobody there other than a few construction workers. So realizing that perhaps it was just not our time to visit this temple, we drove off and on the way and we were on our way to our next destination which was Malacca. Now to get back to the expressway we had to pass through the kampongs again and while driving we were suddenly obstructed in a random in the most random traffic congestion. Mind you, we're in the middle of nowhere between some kampongs on a Wednesday morning. You don't just get traffic jams like that in these kinds of areas. Then this passerby in a motorbike road passed and told us that a tree had fell and it was gonna take a while for the people to clear the road. So it was quite random, don't you think? Like it was not raining. It was a clear sunny day and somewhere, right, there was like no intention to cut this tree down as there were no tree trimming vehicles around. So as you know, we are in a kampong area, the roads are kind of like one way and which meant that we had to literally turn back towards the direction where we came from to find another way to the expressway. But that also meant passing by that temple again. But obviously we didn't give it much thought and just went backwards. And after about 15 minutes of driving, we passed by the temple grounds again. This time round though, my mom noticed that there were people inside selling flower garlands and offerings. So that's new, like, did we see them before? I mean, there were literally three of us in the car, okay? Like, how did none of us notice these people? Anyway, we decided that maybe there was a chance that we could make it through this little pilgrimage after all. And so we parked the car and went inside to investigate and ask around. Turns out, the people had seen us before and were confused as to why we continued driving off. That means they had been there all along. Okay, I suppose this must be some kind of miracle, right? Or rather, it was our fate to enter this temple and my fate to tie my little wish paper to the tree. Honestly, being in that moment is quite a special feeling which I don't really know how to explain or describe because... But it's like to recognize that everything that was meant to happen no matter how small or insignificant had to happen in favour for us that day. Had that tree not fallen down, had we not been there at a specific time of day, we might have completely missed the temple, I think. So that was really nice and, you know, seeing the joy, the disbelief and the gratitude in my parents' eyes, like, guys, honestly, it was a very beautiful moment for me to witness. So after I prayed at the temple, after I tied my wish, yeah, yeah, very important. I mentioned about this wish so many times. But yeah, I finally did it and we happily left for Malacca where we chilled and enjoyed some really shook and spicy Pranakan food which got me really sick with flu for the next two weeks. I'm still recovering as we speak, okay? Like, you probably can't tell because I edited all, the, all my coughs away. So yeah, this trip to Malaysia was a roller coaster for sure. 
happy memories, and we all had a chance to recuperate and be in the present. I'm very happy to now have fresh memories of KL, Malacca, and the temple, which I'll hold dear to my heart. Now that I've talked about my entire experience in Malaysia, I just realized something. Like, the idea of how being present is so beneficial. Throughout this trip, I felt so alive. And those childlike tendencies of wonder and exploration that I mentioned a little bit about before, I experienced those feelings because I was not thinking about the past nor the future. I was not thinking about my life back in Singapore. I was just enjoying my time there at the moment. I suppose when you start to draw your attention back to your current position and realizing that in this moment you are alive, you are breathing and you're fine, it's such a freeing feeling that we should all try to be mindful to strive towards. Even if you're stuck in Singapore, I mean, honestly, we don't have the luxury to be overseas all the time. I mean, unless you're doing remote work, then okay, good for you. But yeah, I think having such a mindset can help us deal better with negative sneaky emotions like fear and anxiety like honestly right now that i think about it even if you travel overseas like if you can't even if you're always dwelling about the past or or the future you still won't be free and you know perhaps even a bonus by being present you could catch a miracle like what we experienced with the temple so yeah with that my little story time is over sorry that was pretty abrupt (laughs) anyway yeah, I'm done with my stories. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope I was not boring. I hope you made it through till this 10 minute mark. And yeah, I'll see you guys in our next catch up next Monday. Just a kind reminder to those of you who are new to my page. Please do support my podcast by hitting the follow button. It would be greatly appreciated. And thank you once again for listening. This is G signing off. Good night.